Keep up the great work, nephew. I see you. It's your boy DJ High Man, the motherfucker DJ without no motherfucking turntables. K and these babies still don't know where to shop, Mr. Weird Kid, your motherfucking death. But wait, I want to give a shout out to my motherfucking sponsors. Shout out to Hippie Apparel, nigga. Hippie Apparel, money make you look good. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go get y'all some of that motherfucking shit, man. I got it. Falling out of niggas' closets, man. You did. Your bitch getting mad because told I ain't buy her no more Gucci. <laughs> she is still kill for this hippie. <laughs> that part. Hey, listen, you're not listening to E. You Lives Old Podcast, aka Hard Money Podcast. And I'm your motherfucking host, Hard Money. You did. With that being said, man, I got some legendary shit. Oh, yeah, I forgot. The cricket said, What's up? The locust said, What's up? Like I was saying, though, I got this. Dope ass interview. I ain't even watched yet, but as soon as I seen that bitch, I said, "Man, I gotta let all my motherfucking fans hit this shit, man." Shout out to Revolt TV. If you niggas don't know what the fuck Revolt TV is, this Diddy platform, Diddy owned it. You dig what I'm saying? But Diddy just did an interview with Shine. Y'all know Shine. Jamie, who wanna fuck with us? Ass dust dust. That's shy. Shy just really uh just recently became not recently, but recently a big uh uh political leader in Belize. Belize, bullies, whatever however y'all pronounce this shit, right? So it's dope as fuck because you know what I'm saying? It's a black man. You know what I'm saying? Over there, you know what I'm saying? Leadership in Belize. It's some, some dope shit. But he also, so him and Diddy talk about that. They also talk about the fight and all, everything else. But the way they started off the interview, I said, uh, well, the picture that I see, I'm like, damn, them niggas smiling. So they got to have, they had to have a good interview. You hear me? But I haven't seen him and Shine talking way before after the, the murder case. So I wanted to share this shit with y'all. So let's go. Shout out to Revolt TV. My brother, my brother, what is up? How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Good to see you, my brother. Brother Love. <laughs> you can just call me Love. Yeah, yeah, Love. <laughs> Yo, man, I had to call you because just to tell you how proud I am of you. Thank you. Like, you know... You're the leader of the opposition of Belize. And the way I've seen you articulate yourself, your evolution is just phenomenal. It's, it's, it's a beacon of hope, you know? You know, and it's, it's important that people know that you can turn your life around. You know, so I'm with you in this fight to make sure that they don't rewrite the laws to have the laws work against you. If anything, I think people have to understand the hardships that you've been through makes you perfect for this position. But I wanted to call you and I wanted to interview you. So let me put my Oprah on right now to get into it. Briefly explain to me the fight that you're up against. Well, you know, um, I had uh, 
meteoric rise, I guess you would say. And, you know, I'm an outsider that was an insider. You know, I grew up uh, in Brooklyn uh, after I left Belize when I was about eight years old. So I'm not a part of the oligarch, the elitist society, even though my father, you know, was the prime minister of the country. I wasn't necessarily a part of that. You know, I went to the States, you know, thank God for, for people like you that discovered my talent. And I was able to sell millions of albums and be nominated for Grammys and have success on my own. And then through the unfortunate circumstances, you know, I was deported back to Belize. And so I was an outsider who was connected to the insiders. And, you know, we still, in Belize, they have that neo-colonial mindset that, you know, certain classes, certain races are supposed to stay in their place. And, you know, so if you're not a lawyer, if you're not a doctor, you know, if you're not part of the elite club, you know, you're not supposed to be in the House of Representatives. Certainly someone who was a rapper, don't even know what a rapper is. So now when I come, you know, I don't fit the mold. Yeah, my father was a prime minister, but, you know, I was in jail 23 years ago when I was 19 years old. And in Belize, the rich and powerful, they don't go to jail. Let me ask you this. How is the country receiving, you know, your message and what you stand for? Like, what's the real on the ground? What's the... On the grassroots level, everybody's against the 11th Amendment. 11th Amendment Bill 2021 provide additional grounds for the disqualification of a person as a member of the National Assembly. So now, with my meteoric rise, now I'm the leader of the opposition, you know, first-time parliamentarian, they're saying, you know, well, we got to stop this guy, you know, because he's going to be the next prime minister. And so rather than beat me at the polls, they've, as you said, rewritten the laws. But now my focus is not just me. My focus is the entire mentality that even inspires them to do something like that, to say that they could discriminate against any class of people. And so I rather than take it as a shine barrel, uh, you know, fight, I'm fighting for everybody. It should be, you know what? Let's let everybody in. Yeah. Let yeah. everybody yeah. have an opportunity. You in the back, you all the way in the back. Yeah. You that committed a crime, you your mother was on drugs, you from a poor community, you could be the next prime minister of this country. Yes, sir. Yes, that's sir. The hope, that's the hope that I want to bring. That's the inspiration that I want to bring so our young men and women can stop killing each other and can stop committing crimes. Because when people are desperate and people are hopeless, that's when they engage in genocide and they exterminate each other. So it leads me to believe that maybe they want this class to exterminate each other and to continue to engage in genocide so that they continue to pillage the coffers of the country and, you know, the, the, the few percent controls all the wealth and the majority just continues to suffer. Damn. It's fucked up how they doing my nigga, man, you hear me? They done changed the law by nigga. They see they see the do that. They see the do that a lot. You know what I'm saying? When they see a black man, and it don't it don't have to be like a, a political leader. 
If they see a black drug dealer out here making all this money, but he fucking with just, alright, say for this. They see a black man out here making all this fucking money, but he just fucking with CBD. Boom it. Just boom it in Tennessee. I'm just going to say Tennessee, for example. Boom it that motherfucking CBD up in Tennessee, right? As soon as he starts to get to that peak where he makes some real money, they're going to change the law because of his ass. Look, bro. You only have this amount of plants you can see. You can't, can't contain any THC. You can't woo the woo the woo woo the woo Even though they get all their money on the back end. I mean, not even on the back end. Yeah, on the back end, because you got to pay taxes for one and all these other little laws you got to get just to have the right to sell uh, CBD or cannabis into the sea. It's like fucking crazy. So they going to get their money any fucking way. You dig what I'm saying? So... They have to change a law to make sure this black man don't go no far. That's exactly what they do in the shine, but it's, it's like different shit. And the only reason why I had used that for an example because most of the people that listen to my shit are street niggas. And I know it's easier for them to take street terms than to take, you know what I'm saying, some more terms, yeah? Put it like that. Go. <laughs> wow, man. Shut this out. The last person that I interviewed, first of all, that gave me goosebumps. That was straight goosebumps. And um, so I feel you right. Last person that I interviewed. First of all, that gave me goosebumps. That was straight goosebumps. And um, so I feel you right in the frequency. And I want to just speak directly to the people of Belize. Belize, this is so important. This is We talk about the whole black diaspora, black people all around the world. We have been oppressed. We've oppressed each other. You guys have a chance to make sure that you keep the possibilities alive. If, if they're allowed to block shine and they're allowed to block you, and then there's no growth. You can't have growth without, you know, getting a fair chance. And, and so I would urge everybody and believes to make sure they do whatever um, they need to do. Sean, tell them what they can do. Because I want maximum change. I don't want like this little incremental change. It ain't going to take, you know, in five years, the world got to have change. We can't allow oppression in those things. And things can change overnight, you know. And this law is going to set us back generations. I'm in politics to affect the change. I'm in politics to have a peaceful revolution so, so that I can say that when I look back and I'm 70 years old, I transformed my country and I made sure that everybody had a decent house to live in and have free education and give people a great quality of life. My dream is to uplift my people. Yeah. My dream is to liberate my people. My yeah, dream yeah. is to see my people living the Belizean dream, which is to, to own a decent house, to have a decent job, to put their kids through school, to educate themselves, to be able to go on vacation. We don't have that here. We Hold on. So in Belize, shit that we take for granted here, they don't even have, he said, they biggest dream is to, like, basically, America
we have a lot of we have a lot of assistance. We got a lot of help, even though we pay for that help. That's just a, that's a whole other fucking story, though, for another podcast. But we have a lot of fucking help, man. I mean, not all of us. You know, if you're a felon or something, you probably ain't gonna be able to get it. You know what I'm saying? Your child support, you probably ain't gonna be able to get it. But they really fuck with the women. They really fuck with the women. And we always be like, we always look down on our black sisters, on our black queens, our goddesses, the earth. We always look down on them when they get government assistance. Think about it. They get food stamps and shit like that. All that little, you know what I'm saying? Family first and all that little shit to help them with a child. True enough, some of these bitches ain't doing what they supposed to do with the money. But at the same time, that's a they giving them assistance to help with the child. They give the, they get the money from the father, right? Boy, you gonna take care of this goddamn baby. <laughs> we, we, it's, it's a fucking low. Look, we, we, we put this out. We put this out, but you gonna pay us on the back end. Boy, you gonna take care of this fucking child. That's why I understand when most women be like, my here, dad be dad. I had to put him on child support. Well, bitch, he take care of his kids. He ain't, I mean, he ain't spending time with the kid. Hell no, he ain't. But he taking care of him, though. The law forced him to take care of but you take care of. Stop looking at the bad in the situation. Find the good. Yeah, I had to put the law on his ass, but now, now I got his ass on child support. He take care of them kids now. True enough, they don't see his ass, but listen, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be their mama and their daddy. Look at shit like that instead of looking at it like they ain't got no daddy. Bitch, be they mama and they daddy. Back to the topic ahead, though. So, the shit that we take for granted, it's so easy for us to get a house, to get a car, to put our kids through fucking great school so they can learn. That's some shit they don't have down there. That's some shit he trying to, you know what I'm saying, produce for all the fucking uh, citizens that's down there. You did? Just had to give y'all my little topic. I mean, my little uh, take on it, but let's keep going. Have that for a few. Transform my country. And I made sure that everybody had a decent house to live in and have free education and give people a great quality of life. My dream is to uplift my people. Yeah. My dream is to liberate my people. My yeah, dream yeah. is to see my people living the Belizean dream, which is to, to own a decent house, to have a decent job, to put their kids through school, to educate themselves, to be able to go on vacation. We don't have that here. We have that for a few, and the rest of the people suffer. So this law, this 11th Amendment, is bigger than me. So I'm asking the people to save themselves. It's about them. It's about the young people. It's about redemption. It's about rehabilitation. It's about equality. It shouldn't be only the rich, powerful, and politically connected are allowed to reform and redeem. Everybody 
should have the opportunity that I have. Yeah. Well, um, I only interviewed one other person that was in politics. And this was before he became president with Barack Obama. The guy's good. The guy's good, y'all. Let's give it up for him. I'm saying you answering these questions better than Barack. I, and I could show you the interview. I mean, you 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 really, really, really are vested in understanding the power of of we. I say this to people like over the last couple of years, I've gone from me to we. Absolutely. And, and and to see where you're at with your people and so many other things that you could do, because you're so talented. You, you, you were one of the most genius artists that I've ever worked with. You know what I'm saying? Just your talent and your work ethic. I can tell the people of Belize, he's going to be the hardest working person. This guy loves to work and get things done, but also... You know, you're a genius. You don't have to do this. There's other ways for you to take care of yourself. But to go into that, you're going to get into this role is, is so commended. And I just want to tell you, I love you. I appreciate you. And I, I urge everybody in the hip hop community to shed light on this. Everybody that, you know, ever deserved a second chance, shed light on this. And, um, Man, I'm with you to do whatever it takes for you to win, you know, and become the next prime minister of Belize. One day, one day. You know, I believe that my story, my success is to have a revolution of the mind. And I want all those young people out there to know that they could be anything. They could be a Diddy, they could be a Jay-Z, they could be whoever. They could be Barack, they could be the prime minister, whatever it is they want to be, they could be, but they have to believe that, they have to work for that, they have to overcome these challenges that I'm facing, that you face, we all will face challenges, but they have to fight and they have to believe. Yeah, yo, check this out, you are in your bag, you are in your bag, this is what, what, what God destined for you to do, which is to lead. And I just want to say how proud of you that I am that that you're a leader, bro. And in this world where people don't want to be leaders, they're like, I don't want that pressure on me. I don't want to be a leader. For you to step up and to be a leader is, is great, man. We're we going to really put a lot of light on this issue. Um, I support you. Um, you know, I endorse you. Whatever, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? But, um... Yeah, I'm proud of you. Thank you for the time. I just wanted to make sure that the people heard it. And also, people never seen us really talk, so they... <laughs> even, though, they even though we've been talking about yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they don't know the brotherly love. Right. So, you know, um, yeah, man. Last person I, I interviewed was Barack Obama. Now, I got to interview the future of Belize. Amen. Shine. Barrel. Amen. Love. Peace, bro. Thank you, my brother. Love you. That was a great ass interview, man. That was a great interview. Hey, I want to touch on something. My fault. Please give me for the dinner. I want to touch on something, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying?
Now I have shit to do. It don't got a goddamn do. It don't have a goddamn thing to do with the podcast. You know, it's just so about me, man. I ain't got shit to do with this. I just thought that I should mention. Shout out to Lil Wayne, because that was the best thing that Lil Wayne, like, was the lines that I use every fucking day. Shout out to the frog that just jumped out of my tent. Anyway, there's some shit that I say, like, every fucking day. That boy said, and when I was six, my seven, I mean, when I was six, or who could have said seven? But I think he said six. He said, when I was six, my favorite movie was The Gribblers. Ain't got shit to do with this, but I just thought that I should mention. I said, that's the hardest shit ever. Like, you got to think, like, you got to think, like, how complicated that is for a rapper to even put that in a verse, bro. But you know what I'm saying? Why ain't the goat? Why ain't the guy? I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap them, what up? You hear me? I ain't got shit to do with this. I just thought that I should mention, right? So... Yeah, I know. I don't do religion. I, I, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not the type of person that 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 really like practice more religion. Like, I, I, I sit back and I, I take a little bit for all of them, and whatever I like about them, I put them all in one. I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. And like, cause a lot of shit out a lot of these religions, I don't agree with. I come from the streets. By me coming from the streets, like, bowing, like, by you bowing down, it's like you surrendering. You know what I mean? It wasn't like you showing respect. It's like you surrendering. You feel what I'm saying? I'm adapted to Buddhism, so... When I see a, a, a man bow to another man, like, like damn, you know what I mean? <laughs> You got to think about it with your, with your head down. And I always tell my son, you can't rule the world with your head down. I always tell my young king that. I tell him, you, you got to pick your head up, man. You can't rule the world with your head down. So, bro, you bow when you bow. Anything can happen to you. Men can bow the shit out the back of your head. And guess what? Down goes Fraser. Yeah, nigga pull the motherfucking sword out and cut your neck. Guess what? Down goes for you. But you have now listening to In You Live Song Podcast, aka Hard Money Podcast. This is your host, Hard Motherfucking Money himself. Shout out to all my sponsors, PIE, Politically Incorrect. You know what the fuck going on. Rest in peace, my baby. You hear me? I'm out to be